<laughs> just yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Just. <laughs> and uh, that's brunch presents sex. Mm. Brunch, hit it, boys. It's Monday and people are pissed a YouTuber risked his life for a prank and firefighters are miffed. Uh, this was on BuzzFeed. And the next, the coolest part is, it's just written very buzzfeed Uh It says, a YouTuber risked his life for a prank and firefighters are pissed. And the subhead is, the internet needs to end, period. The internet needs to end. Needs to end. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, I actually saw this on the Twitter moments this weekend, and just like the wording of the th- of the headline, I couldn't even possibly wrap my head around it. So I just glazed over the entire story. Yeah. It was like YouTubers cements head in microwave, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of this means. Yeah, I don't know. I know you can what head in the microwave. First of all, so, yeah, I, none of it makes sense to me. But the long and the short of it is. I actually kind of let's let's I'll let's read it. Uh, let's read the buzzfeediness of it okay. because it's it's got a really great narrative run going. Uh, a 22 year old popular British YouTuber could have died. <laughs> That's very derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, he's British. Yeah. Sorry, a 22 year old popular British, but YouTuber. he really is like he's like derogatory British. Like hearing him speak he's in like the video, he's British. got he's got like the. Um, abrasive british accent oh really not the smooth uh idris Ooh. elba kind of yeah, british accent he's, he's like the fucking hell bro oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> what was that it's my british accent he's uh, got the uh he's got like the love actually perv british accent oh yeah i don't want to have a sex <laughs> i go to wisconsin i go to united states I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> uh, that, my it. British accent was like a mix of like a British person Don't. with special needs. <laughs> no, oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say something else. Um, hmm? It was, it was just very, it was accidentally very Asian. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it. It's actually called Oriental now. Yeah, no, it is not <laughs> called know. Oriental. Oh my god! Uh, somebody, <laughs> I heard somebody say Oriental recently, and it wasn't my old dead grandfather who could it have been they uh, had to be like over 50 years old right because uh, that those are the only people that whenever you hear <laughs> so you still hear someone say oriental like once a year and every time it's like holy shit that like another one was able to just like squeak through well that's like that's like when somebody does blackface it's like how did, how sorry, have you I not been no around idea. yeah how have you not been around for the past 20 years to know that every time this happens yeah People go, not okay. Well, I think we Capital and not okay. But like when snowflakes and politically correct people try are trying to sound politically correct and everything, they're like, if if an African American man, it's black, right? Do not say African American because that's saying that you think every black person is African American. I know that you don't mean that, and you're only saying African American because you think it's politically correct. I don't think that African American to mean black. Has been politically correct for what, like twenty years now? Well, it just seems weird. It's like a red flag that they're they're working so hard to yeah. not be offensive that it kind of turns turns around right. and is offensive. Somebody, I remember when the when the uh, Bruins drafted Malcolm Subban, someone asked me. They were like, "So, 
Uh, weird question. Would Subban be uh, African-American? He's from Canada, and I think that he's Jamaican, and I was like... Just call him black. Black. <laughs> yes. He's black. I, uh, I if, actually... if you know exactly what he is, terrific. But right. The, 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 uh, the all-encompassing, basically. is not always the, the best uh, blanket. I made the mistake in my first job after college of doing that. I was guilty of that. I, uh, I wrote a post, and I called a black person colored. Which was oh very wrong. God. Somehow I did, had not realized that that is like not okay. Yeah, yeah. I just I I don't know how it was just ignorance on my yeah. part that I didn't know that that was not cool. Right. So like that was definitely uh, so I was my boss was cool. black. One of my bosses was black, and he was like, "Dude, you can't do that." And I was like, "I am so sorry." But you fucking learned from it, and yeah. it wasn't what you obviously had to never do, done it and, again. Yeah, but better better in that situation than in like a real life situation. So Where that's I so would I, if I accidentally fucking called a black person colored right. I would have felt horrible. This isn't to defend your younger self's action, but honestly if that happened today, you would get dragged and oh, there yeah. would be no coming back. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. so that was like so that that was embarrassing for you when it happened and you were like fuck, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Much better to know. happen when it happened. Right. So it was Embarrassing for you, and it was a learning moment. Yep. Now, if you did that, you'd be fucking dead oh, forever. Yeah. You would yeah. be gone. Well, Bye-bye, at this point, Pete. I think also at this point, I don't really have an excuse. Like, I'm 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> I should have enough life experience. Uh, this When I did this, it was like I was like 21, saying dumb know. shit all the time. We're, we we 21, our life experiences. So. 21 from like the northeast Boston area. Not a whole lot of uh, like racial, not a lot of racial upbringing. Yeah, so. uh, I mean, well, people from Boston obviously are people from Boston get really really mad mm-hmm. when they find out that some people from Boston are, are racist. racist because that's a weird fucking thing. Like to stand up for. I wouldn't stand up for any fucking group of people. If someone was like, hey, uh, DJ, your family has some racist people. Initially, I'd be like, I fucking know all those people. I thought, wait, who the fuck is racist? Oh, wait. Uh, You know what? No. I'm positive nobody's racist. What? In your family? Yeah. I'm saying if someone were to say like like a a small group of people that I know very well, if they're like, uh, one of those people might be racist, I'd be like, what the fuck? And I'd really think about it, and then I'd be like, you know what? Every single one checks out. They are not racist. You're fucking wrong. But when people are like, hey, Boston's got a lot of racist people. Boston is so fucking big, man. Of course it's got a lot of <laughs> right. racist people. Right, yeah. And I mean, in all things considered, Boston's pretty progressive. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely racism. Yeah. There's definitely stupid people in right. Boston. There's stupid people and racists everywhere. Maybe it's maybe it's a little higher. Yeah. The uptake is a little higher in Boston, but like when it gets classified as a racist city, that makes me mad. Right. Yeah, but when they say like Boston's racist, I know what they're talking. I know who they're talking about. Right. They're talking about old crotchety white guys, hockey fans, who are like- fans. <laughs> um, fun fact. Uh, what was it? The the, the Subban N word thing. Yeah, didn't happen. Well, it was like that, three right? people. What's that? It was like three people. Yeah. And, and somebody searched it and they were like, look at this. And disgusting. then they started tweet. Yeah. I uh, I remember I afterwards. So that was a weird thing to defend because I'm I it's like with the Kesha thing. I just want people to be aware right. of what what 
actually obviously is like going three on. people is three people too many, but totally. But like that can happen literally anywhere. But it wasn't I, like a trending topic right. in Boston, right? Uh, like, and that's what it was painted to be. So, well, no, like it became a trending thing because it got picked up. People were retweeting, and they were saying, and people were screen grabbing it and saying, like, "Oh my God, this person called PK Subban a you know what." And then right, if you search became, PK Subban, became, you know what? There's a million results now because people are tweeting about it. Right, Much it's, like, it became trending because mm. the three people who said it got a bunch of attention. Right, I got mad at a coworker because she uh, there was a hashtag White Lives oh, White Lives Matter, God. and she tweeted, "Really?" hashtag White Lives Matter is trending, and I tweeted at her angrily. I texted her angrily, and I was like, "What the fuck? Don't use that hashtag. That's how it's trending because probably." I was going to say four, but Listen, whites. it's Trump's America. 4,000 people. <laughs> four million yeah, people. Only four million people tweeted that. But like, what makes it trending is people saying, what the fuck is with this? And I'm like, let that shit die. Don't give those fucking idiots a voice. I've noticed a lot of uh, it's okay to be white tweets. Oh, it's the worst to be white. And that is just the white pride thing. Don't right. Don't don't have <laughs> you, you. You don't need to say that you're proud to be white. You live in America. Yeah, like it's been very kind to you. Yeah, yes. yeah right. They've they're 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 doing you, everything they can. Everybody for you. knows that you are doing significantly better than the alternative. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like. uh like, a white guy isn't going up to, like, a Muslim guy on a train, like, hey, uh, anyone do you, like, a disservice today? And the guy's like, uh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, potentially. And the white guy's like, huh. Have it, hasn't yeah, happened to me. I've been good. Yeah, yeah. I've had a pretty good day, to be okay. honest. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's going well for me. Um, but, yeah, like, the... I like I, I think that like my experience in Boston has not been seeing people be racist all the right. time. I've never I've ne- the one time I've seen in my life the one time I've seen someone angrily yell the n word at somebody for example was in Chicago. Oh yeah, too, oh and yeah, and that was like no white people involved. It was what was it? It was like a Mexican guy to a Muslim guy. Yes, yeah, very confusing. They were I the. You would have gotten great odds if you were to bet that that word was going to come up in that uh, altercation between those two minorities. Yeah, probably. If yeah. you were like, hey, all right, t- <laughs> tempers are going to boil over. What's going to be the, the punchline? You'd be like, uh, there'd be a lot of things before you get to the N-word. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, yeah. No, and they'd be like, wait, who's going to – the two white kids in the back? The, the, the Spanish guy? <laughs> the – um, yeah, yeah the, uh, no, like I've I've not seen that. I've seen. Um, I've been to a lot of sporting events, never seen race brought up, which is crazy. Uh, no, like I've like overheard stuff where I've just been like, oh, I think that guy doesn't know he's in public, and <laughs> like, but I've just heard like the general old whiteness of like, um, like uh, I don't know, like oh, like that Jackie Bradley Jr. He's really polished, I'm like. Oh, they, okay, like, yeah, yeah. like, like racial undertones, basically. right? So just like racial, also stupidity. like the uh, like uh, white receivers are gritty, scrappy, yeah, and things like that. It's uh, it's called "Have a Nice Day" racism, where you're, <laughs> oh, yeah, right, yeah. It's a lot of uh, get out, a lot of get right, out, racism. yeah. Just like ooh, hi, like, ooh, that's well, cringeworthy. Yeah, hi, hi, black person. Ooh, <laughs> very exciting. No, but like I've seen, I mean, I've been in a group of friends. That's not true. 
I've been in a group of people and uh, like it'd be like four white people and one black person and I don't know if it's like checking IDs or whatever. There's like the the black I've seen the black person get treated like a little differently. I I had passes to a thing. It was a backstage thing and uh, we had passes and they just let me right in. And then with my black friend, they were like, oh, wait, uh, where's your pass? And he was like, oh, he's got it. And they were like, you can't come in without a, a pass. And I just walked right in normally. And he was like, afterwards, he was like, so, hate to say it, but like, that's kind of what I'm talking about. And I was <laughs> that's like, a little oh, racist. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he was like, that was, did you notice there was a bit of racism in play there? And I was like. Yeah, and they weren't like, hey, fuck you, no blacks back here. But they <laughs> right. were uh, like, they treated him way differently yeah. than they treated me. So shit like that. I don't know how we got into like a whole discussion about race, based, race off, based off this literal cement head in England. Mon- <laughs> literal cement. Well, because we were being racist to British people. That's true, yes. And somehow and, Asian people. Yeah, I kind of sparked that. Yeah. Uh, uh, do we so, have anything more to say on the cement head? No, I actually am quite okay with... <laughs> okay. Uh, Starting with a story, then getting into a big conversation, and uh, yeah. It's Monday, that. and people are pissed that we just spent 15 minutes discussing racism out of nowhere. Yeah, so, uh, but like, overall take, uh, I fortunately don't know dumb racist people in Boston, or really in any city. I kind of pride myself on surrounding myself with non-racist, non-racist people. Yeah, Good for you. Just you know, I've I've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. <laughs> Not every hero wears a cape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fucking should wear a cape though. <laughs> That'd be amazing. What if we let's like uh, do capes at the next music festival? It'd be fucking ridiculous, but I'm not opposed to it. We'll see. Uh, my my mom yelled at me the other day about uh, we were I don't know we were just talking about like money and shit like that and saving and stuff dumb boring like mom stuff. <laughs> And she was like, uh, and just something came up and I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to get this and I should, but I'm lazy, blah, blah. She was like, well, why do you ask for fucking big ass fur coats for Christmas (laughs) instead of like money towards this thing? Or like like an eighth Jason Tatum jersey. Right. I got another one. I saw. That one looks good, dude. The black one looks cool. Yeah. I saw, I saw Jeff Israel, uh, friend of the podcast. No more. Friend of the podcast? No more. Uh, we've exiled Jeff because he uh, he said the black Celtics jerseys are bad. Oh, I think they're bad, but this but then I got it and I was like, I think this the bl- one's hot. Black Celtics jerseys are fine. Also, the- official warning to Nike and the NBA: if you do not make Terry Rozier Christmas jerseys, we are prepared to. That is your fucking warning, y- and you will regret it once you see the Christmas jersey that we have in yes. store. We uh, are going to embarrass the fuck out of you. It was like, uh, it's really like, a it's, design has been made. Yes, it's uh, it's shocking that they haven't come out with them yet. Usually, they come out with the Christmas jersey designs in like November, like pre Thanksgiving. My brother in law is a big sneakerhead, yeah. and he gets the Christmas uh, sneakers every year. Nike makes ugly sweater ones. Mm-hmm. The ones this year are fucking dope. And he was like, yo, Celtics playing on Christmas? Does that mean that they might have like special Christmas jerseys? And I was like, bro. <laughs> on it. You don't even know. Like, <laughs> on it. I have a standing have meeting an investigation. on Twitter with Nike every day. <laughs> 12 o'clock appointment. And they have not responded. But yeah, honestly, uh, 
I'm, I'm probably get, we're probably going to order these jerseys that we've designed anyway because they're so noisy. They're fucking disgusting. They are terrible. It's uh, the most important aspect of it, without giving too much away. I wanted the disgustingness to actually encumber the jersey. It like you can't fully see Terry Rozier's number because there's so much shit going on. These will never it. be mistaken for legitimate Christmas jerseys. That's what's gonna be so cool. We're gonna be, uh, and when we get them, we're gonna be like, ooh. We got those hot jerseys, and I'll just fucking say it. There's like a fucking baby Grinch covering the numbers. It is ugly as fuck. There's also, I vote that uh, the mock-up that you did is Terry Rogier. Mm. I vote that we do like Terry Rogier, and like I'll get like an Aaron Baines jersey. Yeah, well, so I so Ryan actually sent me the files to. He was like, "All right, so if you want to make them, here you go." Uh, because I just did like a shitty Photoshop. He he actually designed. A great looking jersey. Like, if Nike were to be like Ryan, design the Christmas jerseys, what he designed was fucking dope. So I made a design, he made a design, he sent me his design. I was like, you like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is trash. Right? No, I was like, that looks like a fucking jersey. Not that's what I'm looking not for here. What we're looking for. We want the ugliest fucking thing in the world. Like, his was fucking crisp. Did I send you his? Mm-hmm. His yeah. was fucking cool. I was like, I can see the numbers. Fuck off, no. Ryan. Try hard. Bad, right? Yeah, I was like, fuck, hey, go, go back to fucking RISD. Yeah. It's like he, he did a good job, but he misunderstood the assignment. Yes, yeah. That's not what we were looking for. <laughs> right, You yeah. made an aesthetically pleasing thing. <laughs> not what we do here. I think it's the first mistake Ryan's made, actually. Yeah. Ryan doesn't... Ryan kind of does everything well. Yeah. So do Patreon so he can throw money Yeah, if you want to give some Ryan, Ryan some money and reward him because we're not doing it. Also, uh, uh, shout can... out to CLNS because I thought of two thing, places that should sponsor us. So I'm going to tell our guy Nick to okay. get on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Let's also uh, do reviews. It's a okay. special Monday edition of reviews because... Uh, the influx of reviews is through the roof mm. because we're giving away a Tyler Toffoli bobblehead this week. Got you got a few days to get uh, some reviews in. Mm-hmm. If you leave a funny one, you can win a Tyler Toffoli bobblehead. Uh, it's a Santa edition. It's very great. Uh, I should say, uh, someone s- tried to leave a review so they get a Tyler Toffoli bobblehead, and they asked, "I've already left a review." It won't leave me. Let me leave a new one. I. It will only let me edit the previous one. What should I do? And I said, we asked for a review, not your life story. <laughs> uh, for that person, I would say just tweet at us and maybe, yeah. and we'll retweet it, and it'll count as review. Your odds just shot through the roof because I sassed you. So now I'm gonna give. You, we got to do a little. I, I took it away, and now maybe now I give it back. Okay, we got a. Uh, the Brunch Before Christmas by Josh Stice, 594. Twas the brunch before Christmas when all through the town, all the Celtics were scoring, even Jay Brown. The stockings are hung by Randy with care and hopes that Kellen would soon be there. The hot guys were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of weathermen danced, danced in their heads. And DJ in his turtleneck and Pete in his tank had just replayed Thunder for a long winter's prank. <laughs> Twitter Josh Stice, 594. I'm, I'm very confident that you that's are... going to win a- if you don't get that bobblehead, I'm gonna. F- I have a Dwight send bobblehead. you a check for a hundred dollars cash. Yes. 
the podcast that gives you cash. Uh, speaking of which, the podcast that takes your cash by MDI19. This podcast used to be the podcast that gives you cash. Then Pete went and built a studio by himself with no help from DJ, and now they won't even update the playlist. <laughs> that person didn't even leave their Twitter handle, so they don't care. That's a, that was just like a legitimate, <laughs> that was like just, an angry customer. Right. Uh, that's awesome. This review is a poem. Uh, tough, tough break because this is the second that review. Sucks. That you know, is, it, this is uh, Ross bringing the basket of mini muffins. Which one? The small one. Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, this review is a poem by Doorstopper Twenty, the bad boys of podcasting, helping me get through the long days at work under pressure from the boss who acts like a jerk. Not through. Not. Not, though, soon forgetting the unlimited soda, a perk. Delighted to talk about this podcast, I am. Everyone should listen. It will make you happier than a clam. Refreshing every Monday and Friday with fresh new content. This entertainment is free, not even a cent. How can such jokesters be underrated? Unequal treatment by older folk and which they are hated. Needless to say, this review gets five stars. Disney's Lighting McQueen is the is the main character in Cars. <laughs> Earning my listen, they deserve yours too. Right over there, sir. That man stole my shoe. Frantically, the review takes a new turn. It appears a thief is taking people's shoes. <laughs> Everyone looks at their feet only to see socks. Expanding his thievery, the man also steals rocks. <laughs> listen now, I'm sure you're confused. The man who steals stuff, however, is highly amused. He sneaks and he squirms and he carries a large load. Evening approaches, so he gets on the road. The story, it seems, is coming to an end. However, it turns out, the road has a bend. Under circumstances unseen, the thief loses his way. No one has seen him, even until this day. Don't know where he went, but sometimes I wonder. Ever feel like this review was set up for a... Yeah! <laughs> Read the first letter, letter of every sentence. Yes! T. I love it. I love the it. The first Do letter. Do you know where he's going with it? Uh, no. Did, so, did the rhyme... Yeah, I wonder. Did you ever think that this that this whole thing was set up for? Uh, and then thunder. Oh no way! Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. It's thunder. Good wow! Uh, what a guy! Holy I shit! Now demand that all reviews be poems. Right. Those so fucking good. Uh, I wrote a poem actually. Do you know that? Nope. So, I. We don't know if it's going to happen yet, but I'll tell you, it will be taped and possibly aired. I have asked and requested and demanded that we, that you and I get a Christmas special on the last night before Christmas for uh, NBC Sports Boston Power by Xfinity's uh, Monday through Friday programming. So I want the, I'm on that Friday show anyway, it's December 22nd, and I want the second the last half hour to just be you and me doing a Christmas special, but like a very, very campy Christmas special. Okay. And and one of the things that has been approved that even if it doesn't turn to a Christmas special, we'll at least do this segment is uh, Gary Tangway reads us a story called the – we ask him. We're like, oh, it's Gary. Gary, read us the story of the three presents and – or the three gifts – and it's a poem that I wrote about how Danny Ainge got Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and Kyrie uh, Irving. And it is amazing. Like, people okay. come up. Like, I, I, I read it to a couple people. And now people come to me. They're like, 
Yeah, read me that poem Yo, what's again. Yo, what's that poem you got? I'll read to you after. You're going to be like, you're going to be annoyed. You're going to be it like, fuck, DJ's uh, talented. Is it better than the two poems that were read on this podcast? Well, the f- second one is in its own category. That was that was really great. That t- took a twist at the end. Right. I mean, I, I don't love the device that it used because when people do that, I'm like, oh, lame. Fuck, like the Panthers did that. They thought they were cool doing then West Philadelphia born and raised thing. Yeah. Uh, but they, 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 this guy just executed it very well. So I thought that night before, the brunch before Christmas was great too. I know. Yeah. So that one, I I probably hold in a little higher esteem. Also, the the person who did the thunder poem hmm. uh, didn't leave their Twitter handle. Not trying Ooh, to win anything. Just that's, just being a good fan. Yeah. That's uh, it's like, hey, uh, should we exchange numbers? Whatever. Well, it, if it's meant to be, we'll find <laughs> each other. Uh, You're used to that, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, we got more. Uh, the Bad Boys of Podcasting by Sean Patrick six two one. The, this podcast helps ease me into the week and, and ease me into the weekend, and nothing is better. This podcast is hilarious and altered some of my views through comedy. I'm a person who usually sticks to sports, so this podcast helps me stay up to date on pop culture and broaden my scope. I'm also excited to hear about the second and third generation gay tombs and if those lions ever made it to counseling. Ooh. Mm, gay lions gay, and I gay graves. I forgot the gay lions. Gay Lions, I bet they rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Guess Who's Coming Home for Christmas by Biff the Flash Rogers. Christmas time is finally here, and the Bad Boys podcasting are getting into the spirit of the season. DJ attempts to open the ep- open up the episode by leading a passionate conversation defending Elf as the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I wouldn't. But something seems off about Pete today. DJ asks what's wrong, and Pete confesses that he is actually somewhat nervous for Christmas this year because his family will be having a guest to come visit. Who could this be, DJ asks. Pete then gives him a Pete then gives a full story about how he semi unintentionally set up his own mother with yep, a friend of the podcast and, unsung, and the unsung star of Stranger Things, Randy Havens. What began as a joke after Pete's mom called Randy handsome earlier this fall quickly became a whirlwind long-distance romance. And this Christmas will be the first time ever that Randy comes to visit Pete's family. Pete is nervous about meeting his mother's new love interest, unsure of what to buy Randy for Christmas, and is uncomfortable with Randy's insistence that Pete call him daddy. Uh, this real The real twist in this episode episode comes when DJ shocks Pete by bringing Randy onto the pon- onto the podcast over the phone to discuss the situation. What follows is one of the most beautiful discussions about family and the true meaning of Christmas that I've ever heard. By the end, Pete decides that he will, in fact, refer to Randy as daddy. Truly brought a tear to my eye. Hit me with that sweet, sweet bobblehead. Cherbal essence. I loved that. I like ending it with "hit me with the bobblehead." Yeah, like, no, I'll take my prize. Uh, make I'll take my no mistakes. Make no mistakes. I want that bobblehead. Uh, five stars, but you're ruining my life by Millie P. Uh, my boyfriend and I are both listeners. Uh oh. He, he is fully on board with thundering. I, however, am less on board since he started whispering just a young gun in my ear mid coitus. Yes. Oh, uh, so he's not. I'm not the only one who does it. Oh, Jesus. I'm catching on. Just a young gun with a quick well, yeah. <laughs> with a So quick I say just a young gun, and she's like, yeah, yeah, your quick fuse again. <laughs> just a young gun with a quick... Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Just. <laughs> and uh, that's Brunch Presents Sex. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What do we got? <laughs> uh, so Pete and I have won, uh, well, won the bobbleheads. Because yes. we won that segment. Left the, left the best reviews. That's hilarious. If he actually does that, then that's amazing. That would be very creepy, but I'm here for it. Mm. Just, mm, just a young gun. Just a young gun. Just, 
Just a young gun. Ah, oh, boy. Just a young gun. Quick fuse. <laughs> what the Wouldn't fuck? it be amazing if that's like the sound that you made? It's like if you just made cartoon noises. That's, so like, that, that's like, it's kind of a lame discussion to have because everyone's kind of made that joke. Like, what if when you come, you did this or whatever? But <laughs> what if? <laughs> I think like, it'd be it, sex would be way more fun and adventurous if like everybody just made a very unique sound when they yeah. came. Well, yeah. well, maybe you know, maybe my beep thing, maybe my beeping in the car <laughs> beep, thing. Beep. Beep, beep. Maybe that's just working its way. If that can carry over, then I could. Maybe I'll start making those weird noises. <laughs> Yo! Beep, beep. <laughs> what if you made a sound like uh, Goofy? If you're like, ah! Be a great lay. Yeah. What? This, this can't be done. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. This is a hilarious episode. Yes. Also, uh, we because we're recording this uh, a little on the later side, we just have to throw this up with no edits. Just Basically. like pick one point, put the thing in, toss it up. Uh, so that's gonna be what great. you get is what you get. Yeah, uh, what you see is what you get. Uh, it's uh, it's an album by Chumbawamba. They put out another album. People forget. Really? Yeah, I forget what Ugh. song they had. I had the Chumbawamba album. I did too. The uh, the one with the baby on the tub cover. thumping. Yeah, yeah. Or tub was tub thumper the album. There was one tub thumper. Yeah, and then the song was tub thumping. Yes, I think so. Yeah, which is very stupid. Yeah, not like that's that. a good song, man. It is a great song, and th- that's so th- obviously they are they're one hit wonders. But that album had good songs. Really? I, that, I don't think I've ever listened. was like, but, but uh, I'm gonna I don't think I've ever listened to like wrong. the album more than that one song. Hmm. I there, tub thumping was one of those songs that I heard while high in college. Uh, like I'd heard it before. I then. was gonna say like, no, I heard it before it? then. Yeah, but uh, like I heard it while high, and it was like a new experience. That's and I love when that happens. Amazing. It was. I was like, wow, this song is awesome. Uh, uh, another song that that happened to me was uh, Wild Wild West um, by t- 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 The Escape Club. Have you ever heard that? It's called The Escape Room. Nope. That's not what it's called. This and is, uh, it's a team building activity. I want to play this Wild Wild West song to you because it's like the most 80s campy song ever. Oh, I found a, I found an Isabella. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I was in a an Uber, and he was listening to some Middle Eastern thing, mm-hmm. and my ears, my sensibilities like how Middle Eastern music sound because I'm a bit of an Armenian. Mm. Don't know. If Not I, to brag. I, yeah. Uh, I'm just a, seriously though, just a bit of an Armenian because. This facial hair is not that good. But you're, not, that nose, you're not fully Italian like me. Right. You're not. Oh, yeah. You're just like a rich, luscious Italian man. I am a man. stallion. Yes. Paolo. Is Paolo <laughs> Italian? Yeah, uh, I think he is. Is he? Yeah, because he says, how do you say crap weasel in Italian? That's a low point for Ross. Crap weasel's not cool. Yeah, what? Um, like, you can. I know it's a network sitcom, but you can fucking get away with more But you than can that. be the crap super weasel. fucking homophobic, so yeah, you should seriously. be able to. Um, yeah, uh, I watched like five minutes of Friends this week, mm-hmm. uh, and it was jam packed with gay jokes. Just all the homophobia oh, you yeah. could ever want. Uh, I bought so Taylor Swift has ridiculous ways of how she's selling these tickets, and if you tried to do it, then you know. So I won't even explain it too much. But there's tiered access with it's basically you have to pay for presales, uh, or you have to pay for when you get to buy your Taylor Swift tickets. And fortunately, what? one of my friends just went all out. He's the best. He bought like a bunch of vinyl and shit. And uh, so he got good access. And 
He got tickets for she has Friday and Saturday shows. Uh, he got tickets for Saturday. Uh, I'm going. You might be going. We don't totally know yet. But I got, and then I got a worse code. So I got tickets for Friday. So we'll definitely go to that. But it dawned on me after what the fuck we were supposed to go to this tour with Randy. Were we? Yeah. I don't remember agreeing to that. No, I actually suggested and agreed to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is the first I'm hearing of it. No, you you heard me suggest it and then confirm it. Oh, okay. With well, Randy then I mean, I'm down. So we should uh, do that anyway. Are we going to Atlanta? So I was going to say we go to Atlanta, but if he wants to come here or we can meet somewhere, but we can just sell the tickets that we have. True. But that's not. Nah, but then I was going to say we could sell these tickets and get a lot of money and then spend the money on the other tickets. We need to buy but the, the other, other tickets, tickets are going to be resold really expensive. True. So what I should have done is I should have used that code for some Hotlanta tickets. Do you think that Randy's big enough that he could get tickets? Could he ask his manager like, yo, I need I need three Taylor Swift tickets. And they're like, wait, aren't you going to bring a friend of your own? It's just going to be those two guys. And he's like, no, it's just the three of us. That's a, I don't want him to have like a friend there or anything. No, me neither. It's it's us three. This is a if he's like oh Pete moment. DJ, this is Craig. Be like hi Craig. You don't bring a friend on a date. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, did you watch uh, Flight of the Concords? No. Uh, they well they do that. They bring they bring each other on dates. <laughs> that and is like, spe- uh, one of them goes on a date with another one of their exes. Oh, yikes. and they're like, this is awkward. Because he's also here because he brought the person whose exit was. Oh, so no. it's just they're sitting there and he's like, he just keeps asking like if they can go home. And <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Flight of Concords was great for a season. Um, so what else did I write down? So I bought Taylor Swift tickets. I also, I got really drunk the other night. Bought the camera. Love it. Oh, bought the Polaroid? Yeah. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah. One of my friends texted me. She was like, hey, how's the party? And I said, I've done a lot of online shopping. Oh, you bought it online? How much did you pay for it? It was so pretty impressed. So it's uh, it's supposed to be a hundred dollars. Yeah, and even in my you inebriated got it for state, yeah, uh, it's supposed to be hundred dollars. Got really drunk. Buy for two hundred. Get one. Just as expensive. <laughs> I uh, googled like promo. They only had it on guilt because Amazon sold out of. They have it in white and black, or like white and like graphite. Uh, white. My friend already has, and mm. it, I don't need my life to be any whiter. Okay. Um, I so white and graphite. Amazon was out. Best Buy, they had white, not graphite. And then mm. once that, they, like, even if I didn't know which I prefer to those two, when you see that one of them is sold out, you then get it in your head. That's the better one. That's the one I need. So I don't want the fucking stupid ass white one. Probably doesn't have as many features. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guilt. You know guilt. They're all guilt's always bugging you about like oh buy stuff from guilt. No, I n- it's like never a, heard that. It's it's weird ass what it's G I L T. Okay. It's did they have like, the, do they the, have the uh, the white camera in stock? They had the oh white guilt. I, yeah, that was there you good. go. <laughs> that was sharp as attack. Uh, they had the black one and I think the white one or the graphite one. I got the graphite one, but as I was about to hit that checkout, I googled guilt promo code. Got a twenty percent off thing. I got the camera for ninety three bucks. It was amazing. It was no ninety bucks. And then uh, my friend who has the camera told me which film to buy. Yeah, film was expensive as shit. That's where they get you. Yep, I got a I think uh, five packs of film, mm-hmm. three color, two black and white. 
93 bucks for the film yeah so Jesus i got a lot it's, it's, it's a kind you of paid a lot more of for the film than the camera That's yeah brutal but it's awesome because now i'm gonna you you really like set that up as you got a steal you got ten dollars off the camera no man i fucking set it up as i drank and then went to buy something i don't know where someone could guess that i did anything <laughs> I, I, savvy there i'll give you credit for oh, getting any money code. off right so yeah that was any a, money off yeah while drunk that's yeah. impressive because like i don't give a shit how expensive anything is when i'm drunk yeah uh when you uh, you cost me some money this week, you sent me the Mitchell and I Ness. I cost you your, your nut? Yeah. You sent me the Mitchell and Ness sale. Oh, yeah. And I fucking went on the website and I had to buy a, I had to buy a hat, which is the last thing in the fucking world that I need. I bought a Utah Jazz hat. There were so many hats on there. So Mitchell and Ness had a 50% off sale on hats or something? Uh, or just all hats were 13 bucks. No, it was like a... There was some sort of percentage. Okay. And like they were, they were like less than $10 off. Right. And the, but they they all but it was basically a but reason to look at those hats and then once you see them you're like I want these right and it's and it's a thing where like Mitchell and Ness is so fucking expensive mm-hmm. that when they have normal price yeah. stuff it's like oh I gotta get it Black Friday like, I, I think didn't th- get a hat for a good price I got a hat for what a hat normally costs it's just a Mitchell and Ness hat I think Black Friday uh, jerseys were or Thanksgiving jerseys were fifty percent off on Ooh. there and they have the best jerseys I was too. going through all of them and I was like. It'd be fucking lame to be, uh, again, this is all tying back into it, a, a white guy from Boston with a Larry Bird jersey. Mm, I have one. But, I'm, like, I'm Larry Bird, Mitchell, if you have, like, a Larry Bird, Mitchell, and Ness jersey that was, like, 100 bucks, that's fucking cool. Even though that's more expensive than all of my Jason Tatum jerseys <laughs> I, I know. Uh, uh, I, had a, uh, I had a nightmare retail scenario on Saturday. Uh-oh. I, uh, I had that party. Where I bought the the tux awesome. jacket for loved it, uh, blue and black. Looked your great. favorite. Yep. Uh, I had that. The pants that I ordered with it didn't come in time. The mm-hmm. matching tuxedo pants. Mm-hmm. So I was planning on just wearing black uh, black dress pants. Found out on Saturday that I don't actually own black dress pants. <laughs> own solid. I have like pinstriped and slate dress pants. Okay. But I don't have solid black dress pants. I found that out mid afternoon. I was like. All right, that I'll go is. to Express. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll buy a pair. I went to Express. Mm-hmm. Fucking snowstorm on Saturday, so I had to drive through a snowstorm uh-huh. to Express in Burlington. Uh, went there, got my uh, Express black dress pants. Great, they had, had a great sale. Everything was forty percent off. Mm-hmm. Very happy about it. Was was thrilled. Went home uh, about like an hour before I was supposed to leave for the party. He ate the pants. I ate the pants. I, don't know. I was trying to think of like a, what would be the craziest thing. It's like fuck, I got hungry. <laughs> I ate them on the way home. About an hour before the party, I went to go put on the pants, get dressed, get a uh, get all dapper. Mm-hmm. I brought, put, took the pants out of the express bag, still the security tag on them. Oh no! Those fucking like little yeah contraption things that you can't fucking take off. Do you know those things have like ink in them? Oh yeah. Have you ever gotten those? If you press it, it goes good. <laughs> Uh, so I ended up having to drive back to Express mm. in a snowstorm, uh, get the security tag taken off, and then go back home. This is like hearing somebody tell you a part of your life that just hasn't exactly happened, 
But like that is the mo that's like a very me fucking thing to do. That like you could have just worn different pants, oh but you God. chose I, to brave yeah. a snowstorm like yes. seven times. I had already committed because you just wanted to look a little better. Well, I know. Well, it's not even that. It's more of just like the principle of the thing. Yeah. Where it's I drove through a snowstorm oh, yeah. to express to go get pants yeah. and took like an hour out of my day mm-hmm. to get these pants for the par- for this party. The party. And I am <laughs> for the party. Uh and I am not letting some fucking asshole who forgot to take the security tag mm. off my pants ruin uh and waste my time. Mm. So I let them waste more of my time. I uh so you said that you had a nightmare. I just gotta shove this out really quickly. I went to New York and back in a day. Uh something that I'm trying to do less of in my old age because I always do it when I have to work the next day. Um but I went to New York and back in a day because crazily enough uh my friend dave who's the fucking best love dave uh texted me after kellen was on and he was like hey would your friend kellen have been in uh williamsburg the other day i said yes his band the story so far was playing in new york he was like shit man i was just telling my friend about how, like all the thunder stuff and everything, and how this guy Kellen from this band hated it. And my friend was like, "Oh, I know who he is." And then we, like a minute later, we're walking down the street, and Kellen and a bunch of guys walks by. <laughs> wow. And I and he was like, "But I just wasn't sure if if that was him or what." And I said, "Shit, man, you should have said hi to him. Just don't say that you know me, and he'll probably like you." Uh, but I was like, "You should have said hi to him." He's a huge like nerd out about music guy, and he loves Danny Elfman, who uh, my friend Dave worships. Kellen loves him. That's what makes Ke- that's like the coolest thing about Kellen. Obviously, like, Kellen got in a car accident. This I weekend. know T's and P's. I actually uh, we didn't text him, did we? I did. Did you? Yeah. You went off the. You went off book. Yeah. Wow. Went off the group. Off the group texts. I always forget him, to uh, do considerate shit like that. <laughs> right? He uh, he posted a uh, he posted an Instagram in, of yeah, like pictures was... of the car accident and it, like looked bad. And I was like, I liked the Instagram, and then like about ten minutes later, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't like yeah, that's the what Instagram, I and then not send him a personal message, get, wishing him well. Oh, I just sent him uh, some well wishes. Mm. I mm. texted him, hope you're okay, Angel Man. There you go. That'll do. The best thing about having a dog that you love is it gives you a lot of names to call other people. Yeah. Uh, I now say to people, I like to say, people say like, good boy to dogs. Yeah. You know what I say to Emilio? I say, good Good guy. Oh, good man. Good guy. Oh, I do a lot of good man. Uh, I saw saw the disaster artist last night Mm. and Tommy Wiseau, uh, his buddy Greg, he calls him Babyface. Ooh, that's not bad. That's a pretty good one. You know that Babyface babyface. wrote uh, Take a Bow by Madonna, which is my favorite Madonna song. Really? Yeah. Mm. Isn't that cool? Like a Bedtime Stories song is my favorite uh, Madonna song. Is that the name of the album? Bedtime Stories? Anyway, uh, so I went to New York. To, so yeah, yeah, I said like, oh, you would have, you and Kellen would get along because you both like Danny Elfman. Uh, Kellen, I did not know this. Kellen's a Danny Elfman guy from being into Oingo Boingo as a kid, which is the That's wildest so weird. <laughs> path to being a Danny Elfman guy. Like when you're a kid, if you get into Danny Elfman, you're like, I love the Simpsons theme song, and then one of your parents is like. Oh, well, that's by Danny Elfman. Let me show you Batman. Let me show you The Nightmare Before Christmas. You're going to like all this fun music. Kellen said his dad, was when he was a kid, was like, yo, check out Oingo Boingo. And Kellen was like, rad. 
that's so fucking cool. So um, I was like, so I, I was like, oh yeah, you, if you and Colin got to talking, he's a big Danny Elfman guy. So my friend Dave said, oh well, speaking of Danny Elfman, next next week uh, I'm going to see Nightmare Before Christmas. They're going to show the movie on like screens at the Barclays Center, and there's going to be a symphony and Danny Elfman, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Uh, Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, Ken Page, all the all the, the the guys, the originals are going to be there singing and doing the voices. And I happened to have that day off, and I was like, I am now going to this, and it fucking was amazing. That's crazy. I came away for I obviously Danny Elfman is a fucking god, and he killed it, and he was so great. But Catherine O'Hara. Went up a million points in my book. You know, she's the mom from Home Alone. Oh yeah, yeah. She she's the some of the voices. She's the main girl character, but she's also one of the kids. And they brought her out. Her first song that she did was "Kidnap the Santa Claus," and she's just so into it. And I was, oh man, it was. It just made me feel good that it was. It's a fucking movie that I saw when I was a kid, and it obviously has like a cult following, and the people who like it fucking love it. But it seemed to me, at least, that the people that were doing it were just as fucking obsessed with it. They're like, oh, fuck. It's so fucking cool that, like, 23 years later... That we're, we still get to do this. That, like, we are, like, like this sell is still out a thing? an arena Well, that to... seems like a, a really cool thing regardless, no matter what you do. If you do yeah. something, like, t- 10, 15 years ago... Yeah. And it's still a thing 10, yeah. 15 years later, that means that you made something fucking awesome. Right. Like, but, say, God forbid, it's not going to. We're never going to stop doing brunch. Say, like, <laughs> go, say something happens, and, like, we live in different places or whatever, and, like, brunch fizzles, fizzles out or whatever, and in, like, 15 years, we were like, hey, we're going to do a brunch live show, and people were like, fuck, yes, I'm traveling for that shit. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it kind I kind of had that feeling, too, when I saw The Disaster Artist, because, like, as bad as that movie fucking was... Mm. It is still a thing. Yeah. And it is still a thing that that people not only remember and get excited about, but, like, they are going to see a new movie about that movie being made. Yeah. Which is, like, that's an unbelievable thing. Yeah. I, uh... By the way, you need to see that movie. That movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're going to have some some movie reviews coming because we're now in a cool spot where... I've seen a relevant one you haven't seen, and you've seen a relevant one I haven't. Yeah, seen. I haven't seen Lady Bird. And yeah, you just keep uh, keep egging Lady Bird onto me. I'm falling behind. There are there are some movies that I want to see. Fear not, man. Once once you get into like the, I don't know, like after Christmas, it just at least in my experience, it's just like automatic. You're just at the movies every yeah. fucking free second you have, and it's great. Who well, needs people? It's it's. I also feel like it's been like a bad two to three weeks for movies. All we've had is a fucking yeah. like Justice League yeah. and shit. And get that shit out of you my face. You texted me the other day. You were like, I'd really like to see a movie today. We, what happened to movies? And I was like, huh. Yeah, movies. I've just been watching fucking like 24. On my... <laughs> also, I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm really impressed when I'm watching 24 at how surprisingly not Islamophobic it is. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, it's very Islamophobic. They pick their spots. You're right. They're good. Their go-to, I, I would say, ultimately the the they. Cr- I'm trying to think of who they're the worst to. Probably Muslims, but China is not far behind. As the seasons go on, every time they need a bad guy, they're like, "Yeah, 
China. They're actually the most terrible to Edgar Styles. They're very bad. To, oh my! So I start. I'm on the season. I was gonna take a screen grab of it or a video and post it, but I was like, I don't feel like doing this. But uh, one of the, I think Edgar's first line. Uh, Chloe gets a call at her station. She's like, O'Brien. And she's like, Chloe, it's Edgar Styles. And she goes, you've worked here for six months, Edgar. You, need, you don't need to keep saying your full name. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a good introduction to Edgar Styles. Uh, also, like that that series has the most uh, worker, colleague to colleague phone calls that I've ever seen in my life. A lot of phone calls. Like, uh, uh, like in CTU, intra-CTU phone calls. Yeah. It's like you can't get up and walk 10 minutes well, that ringtone became iconic because all that's you heard it a million times. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, do I know what you're? Talking I just chain smokered you a ringer. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, do I know what you're talking about? I see. This is gonna make me mad. Are you gonna? Are you looking up the CTU ring? <laughs> no, I got a new phone, and my text tone for like years was the CTU ringtone. Really? Yeah, and now it's not on my phone anymore. So I was, I was gonna be like, oh, I was gonna be like, oh, do I know? Do yeah. I know what you're talking oh, about? And then I was gonna yeah. play it on my phone. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I noticed this about twenty four. Every there is not one ad, just merely adequate, competent, whatever worker on that show. Everybody is either the absolute best at their job or they or the fucking worst at their job like it is like on one end you have obviously like jack and chloe are like chloe's a fucking savant she never does anything wrong she does everything quicker than everybody else she's a fucking god and then she's so good at her job though that it's like that it makes her miserable because she oh yeah all she has like all of her skill is in that it's not, not only in being a nice person, it's not in... Well, not only that, it's like she is so good at her job that it makes her very frustrated that other people aren't as good as at, at Kanye their job. syndrome. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, like, when people are like, Kanye's an asshole, I'm like, he's so fucking good that he just doesn't understand people who aren't as good as him. Right, I, kinda, I mean, like, I kind of get that. It's like, it's, that's, it must be frustrating to just be so fucking smart and so fucking good at things yeah. that you're like, hey... Why aren't you as good as me? It's right. like why it's like well, why Wayne why Gretzky is I a shitty coach. I was just about to say that. I honestly was about to say that's why when they're like, "Oh, Wayne Gretzky's going to coach the Coyotes," I'm like, "That's not going to work bad. out well." Probably yeah. he's, he's just going to go uh, out there and be like, "Hey, be as good as me." Right? Yeah. Uh, that was a criticism that I used to have. I don't, I don't do much Bruins stuff anymore, but that was a criticism that I always had of Cam Neely. I'm like, it's it's safe to it's fair to ask like, why why will this guy be a good executive? Because his biggest thing is being the fucking best at hockey. Like you can't you can't teach someone how to be fucking Cam Neely. Cam Neely was unbelievable when he played, and it's so. If you're like, all right, executive Cam Neely, what are you gonna do? He didn't have to do the other shit, you know. Like he didn't have to. Um, like he didn't need management experience and shit like that. And I feel like great players are in better position to be good executives than they are in good position to be good coaches. Yeah, co- yes, definitely. Well, coaches because like for sh- like mediocre players need to pay attention to the details exactly. and take advantage of every advantage that they can find. Super responsible, right? And yeah, and like that. so uh, that that translates better to coaching than just like being a great player and, and going out there and be like, hey, just use your talents. Yeah. 
Um, do you? So I was naming. Oh, great! So people in twenty four are brilliant, like Jack or Chloe. They're the best. Or do you remember? I'm at season four now. Do you remember Erin Driscoll? I think Erin was her first name. Something Driscoll. Uh, it vaguely she rings was like, a bell. She's a woman in the head of CTU. Okay. And she's everything she thinks is a bad idea. She's like, we shouldn't do this. We should go. We should. Every, they always fucking check with Division on everything. Mm. Who the fuck is Division? Everything, whenever they, like, they do all the cool shit at CTU. And then when you're like, wait, but who's doing, like, the actual, like, day-to-day shit that they'd be doing otherwise? They're like, oh, no, just Division does that. <laughs> they just, like, We're only, we only work on days where there are terrorist attacks. Uh, what is your favorite uh, silent clock on 24? Ooh. The, the, the nerve gas in CTU where Edgar dies, yeah. that is a very, uh, yeah. very strong silent clock moment. Yeah. That was, or the uh, the president being shot. Uh the uh, what's it one the the one that was, I think it was a season opener. Oh, Palmer when they shoot and they yeah. kill him, right? They kill yeah. him and Michelle yes. immediately. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was a fucking wild season yeah. opener. I actually, you know what? I don't think they gave him uh, a silent clock. I think that it was like it opened with he's standing there talking to Wayne or whatever, gets shot, and they cut to some other thing, and like then Michelle blows up. And you're like, what? The, how the fuck is this starting? Yeah, uh, I, I I thought that that was a silent clock. I assumed yeah. that it would be. Uh, my favorite one is Ryan Chappelle. He was the uh, he was always shuttling back and forth between division and CTU. He was one of the bosses. He was. Uh, is he the black guy? No, that was Curtis. Oh, Curtis, and, and that was like Jack a, kills yeah, Curtis. Right, that uh, one was wild too. Was that yeah. a silent clock? I think it was. I think it was. That was like the uh, he would the for ato- sure the atomic it. bomb goes off. You yeah, can see was, it in the yeah. distance. Yeah, and then he kills Curtis. Yeah, the, because he's going to kill the because uh, they have a. Uh, a uh, former terrorist in custody who's helping them, and but that guy had done shit to Curtis. He, he killed a bunch of his friends. Yeah, like and he he oh he beheaded. He it was like during a war he captured a bunch of Curtis's like group war buddies and uh, yeah and beheaded them. So uh, Curtis was like, I'm not letting this fucking guy live. So Jack kills him. Uh, but Curtis was uh, Curtis was only in it for like a season and a half, beloved. but he was fucking awesome. Beloved. He was. He was the Tony of because Tony in season one is like this guy's okay and we know he's like a good guy but he's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, and he always has this mopey ass face. Yeah, and like everything you ask him, he stops and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like he, he's like the he's like the male Chloe. Yeah, and he's you're like, like oh. But then everything changes when he kills the guy that's about to kill Kim in the... No, he's about to kill Terry. And Tony comes into the safe house and say... Or Jack's house and shoots him and saves the day. And that's when you're like, all right, Tony's actually a badass. Because you didn't know if he had, like, field experience. But Curtis was just, like, a stud in the field. Awesome. Like, he had good ideas. He was good with leads. He was a fucking, like, very well-rounded guy. But, uh, yeah, Ryan Chappelle was the... He was uh, white, baldish. He had, like, the, the hair on the sides thing. And he had he always had a problem with Jack. He didn't like how Jack didn't play by the rules. And in season three, 
when Stephen Saunders has the Cordilla virus mm. and he's going to release them into the things. It's when there's like a three episode span of that season. That's my favorite season where he's making, uh, he's basically holding uh, Palmer over a over a barrel and being like, "I'm in charge." He says he's like. As of now, I'm you are no, now. Yeah, he's like, as of now, you are no longer in charge of your country. You're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. And uh, Ryan Chappelle does, he's tracing some, he's following the money. Ryan mm-hmm. Chappelle was always very good at following the money. He follows the money and he, they find out, Saunders realizes that he's onto something. So one of his demands is, uh, like, you have an operative named Ryan Chappelle at uh, 7 p.m., you'll deliver his body to whatever. And they're like, we can't fucking kill that guy. He works in division. And Jack kills him. And it's so sad. Jack kills a lot he of his coworkers. He kneels him down and, like, explains. And, like, Chappelle's like, I get it. And he says, he's like, is there anyone you want to call? And he says, I have no friends. And you're like, Ooh. fuck, based on how you are in this show, I totally believe that you have no friends. And Jack says, God forgive me, pulls the trigger, silent clock. And you're like, fuck, that was tough. That's Hope what, you guys haven't seen season three of twenty four. 